G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. You're listening to Thrill of the Chase. Nice to have your company, Thrill of the Chase. It's the Monday edition and hope you had a very, very nice weekend. Wherever you are joining us, a big, big welcome. John Donoho with you, as always, on a Monday evening. I'll be joined very shortly by my man, Mitch Abaya, and you can join us at any time, 0499 736 736. Tell us what you had. Uh, if you had any luck on the punt over the weekend as well, if you followed any of Mitch's tips or anyone's tips, how you fared on the weekend and I'm sure Mitch and I will discuss his bombers just flying at the moment. A nice win over the ladder-leading Bulldogs on Sunday as well. 0499 736 736. Join in the conversation. Any tips, anything you want to add over the next hour, please feel free because Mitch Bayer and I will uh, always give your feedback. Toddy Gray will join us this hour as well. We're going to discuss... Aston Fastnet's win at the 2021 St. Ledger on Saturday night. We're going to re- recap big action over the weekend from the Meadows and from Heelsville. The million-dollar chase falls victim to COVID this time around. And Monday night, best bets from Toddy Gray as well as Mitch Abaya. Now, I'm not sure if he's there or not. Have I got you, Mitch? No. Yeah, I'm here, mate. Oh, yeah, um, I'm here. Yeah, no, oh. I... Uh... I, just a little bit of a delay there. Yeah, no, I, uh, always good to be uh, on the show with you, mate, Mondays and Wednesdays, and uh, look forward to this one. It's been an interesting weekend. We've had some fantastic racing, some sport. We had the boomers get up. We yes. knew you were pretty excited about that. So everyone should be pretty up and about at the moment in what is a pretty ordinary time to be you know, in any state at the moment. We'll get back to all of that in a moment, but very quickly, have you got a tip for Cranbourne? They're about 20 seconds away from jumping. Um, I do have. I've just got to grab the form up here. Um, favourites coming out of the seven sorry. box at the moment. So Zipping Finch is your favourite from the five and the two, uh, the two, Tay-Tay something. Is Swifty. Is it Tay-Tay Swifty? Yeah. yeah, I think I think that the seven, I think the seven should be pretty hard to beat here. If it can replicate its 1809, it should win. Uh, the main danger will be the six. All right, let's head there now and we'll come back and catch up. At the boxes for the ninth on the card, Grand Clubs Victoria 13 strong. And uh, just getting out a fraction, Zipping Finch now to 320. It was a bit shorter a few minutes ago, but nonetheless, it's still pretty firm favourite. Quite a wide uh, betting race, plenty of chances here. And we're just about ready to go. So sun sets in the background. And we're almost ready. Here's the green light, race number nine, ready for a start. Set. Racing, Zipping Finch came out reasonably well. Now very slow out, El Senor Verde and uh, Strike 2, they're back of the tail. Showing pace, Zipping Finch on the outside and booting up was Elusive Beck. Elusive Beck went to the lead from Zipping Finch, about five, Tay Tay Swifty. Then around the outside, El Senor Verde, but it's Elusive Beck in front and Elusive Beck wins it by two and a half to the favourite Zipping Finch. Third, Tay Tay Swifty, then came El Senor Verde. Oh, the six gets the job done. So six, seven and two. It looked as though... Uh, the favourite, Zipping Finch, was going to fly around the outside, but the six was able to rail up and get the chocolates. $5.50 there. And Tay-Tay Swifty finishes in third. 
All right, Mitch. I hope we... someone took the Quinella, mate. Yes, well done on the Quinella. Yeah, that, that'll pay well, I reckon. It'll pay all right, yeah. Um, all right. Elusive back, it was obviously the... The hard part was coming from Hillsville, but geez, yeah, it showed a nice turn of foot and held out the favourite. Over those shorts, you've got to be very quick to begin. Absolutely. All right, before we get stuck into everything, uh, we'll catch up at what happened over the weekend, but I'm going to go even further back to one of the great beats of uh, of the week, and that was Thursday night. Now, you and I had a, uh-huh. bit, of ban- and I had a bit of banter on uh, on Twitter. I thought you might have been a bit uh, bit annoyed with me, but as you know, we are great mates, and as the listeners know, we are great mates. So I uh, was giving you a little bit of, uh, of shtick because you did sit here last week, and you told us you couldn't lose. It, 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 wasn't, it just about wasn't possible that you could lose to Bonington and to Fitzner. And what did I see on Twitter on Thursday night? Well, it was a victory to the hosts, and I thought... Mitchy boy, Mitchy boy, Mitchy boy. Don't come Monday was the text that I sent you. All right. Your yep. recap of what happened. And, and before you do that, actually, I must say I hear that uh, it was a fantastic feed that you provided. So well done to your missus as well. Yeah, no, I. Um, it was a cracking night of racing in general. And uh, <laughs> I said afterwards, I said, no matter who won, whether we won or we lost, I, like we were still disappointed that we lost. But we, we thought we'd put on a pretty good show for the night. And the feedback from the listeners was fantastic. We had some people on Twitter saying, you know, surely a little message to Hutchie to, so we can make this happen more often. The best night of radio they've heard ever um, and in a long, long time. And <laughs> it's fantastic when you get that sort of stuff. But that no... Credit taken away from Fitz and Bonners. They were they were absolutely fantastic. Fitz went 12 from 14 races tipping a winner, which Jeez. was absolutely absurd. He got them right back in it. We were we were trouncing and we were about 40 points up. Um, and then he just comes steamrolling back. And, um, yeah, that no, was a fantastic night of racing. Unfortunately, they got us on the last race when we went into the last race with a lead, took the favourite favorite run second. Uh, they backed a, a bit of an outside and he got up. But um, absolute scenes, as I said, it didn't really matter which way um, we went because we all ended up winners for the night. We all ended up in the positive on the tipping and uh, hopefully the listeners had pockets full. And uh, I heard there was quite a few out there that uh, laughed that hard that their uh, cheeks were sore. So it was a fantastic night of racing. Plus my um, beautiful partner, her uh, mum cooked us a, a, a wonderful curry, beef uh, beef curry, chicken curry, and uh, also a veggie curry as well as some rice and pappadums and fed most of the studio as well, which was fantastic. Yeah, well, Tommy out uh, the back here in uh, in the broadcast ops uh, booth, he was, said he had three days' worth of meals as a result of it. So um, you did well. But, no, I was going to ask you what the um, what the night was like in terms of was it tight? But obviously you guys were uh, were on fire early, and then it just seems like Fitzner went bang, bang, bang. So did Bonington pull his weight, or was it more miles? Yeah, it was more the fits. I'm not going to knock uh, Jay Bond, but Miles was the one that really dragged them back into it. As I said, we were we were coasting. We were probably yeah, we went went on a tear there. I reckon we would have went five races in a row and just went boom and started to put them to the sword. And then yeah, Fitz just turned the game on its head and actually got him a probably about a 25 or 30 unit lead until um, I used my power play. Uh, on a five dollar pop, and that was five units. So that was a, a twenty five point swing, got us right back into it. From there, we went boom, boom, and it was a it was a thrilling finish. And, and to be honest, some of the listeners actually texted in and said, "This is scripted." Well, it, you can't, can't you can't script tipping. Can't script live uh, live racing. Nah, nah, you can't. So it, it was perfect in the end. As I said, whether we won or lost, it was fantastic. The listeners were the were the overall winners, as they said. I liked the uh, I liked the t shirts he had made up as well. Bonners was a bit worried about where you might have gotten. His photo from, but nonetheless, uh, it was a very social. young. It was a very young Jason Bonington. 
wasn't it? Yeah, it was uh, that one. And then obviously Fitz back in his uh, stock market days when um, uh, when he you know was holding a bottle of bottle of wine there. I think it was. I I, I cropped the wine out and put a nice little guava cruiser in there. So had a little bit of fun with it. That's what it was all about. Having a bit of fun on the night and. Uh, hopefully we can do it all again in a month's time. I think they're going to try and get in uh, Hutchie and Jules here about trying to do it regularly, you know, nice. once a month sort of thing, because nice. uh, it was a real hit. It was a fantastic night. Um, yeah, great laugh and, um, yeah, some, some real funny stories come out of it. Kev the Carpenters texted in 0499736736. Yes, last Thursday night was a great laugh, and I did fill up also, which was a bonus. Big thanks, guys. Good on you, Kev. Uh, and if you did listen and uh, you wanted to weigh in as well, feel free, 0499 736 736. Uh, Mitchie, then we move on to the weekend. Your Bombers, phenomenal. My Saints, even better. Uh, so your Bombers look like they <laughs> might be even just going to sneak their way into a bit of September action because that was a win they desperately needed. It would be nice. Um, the Bombers have lost their fair share of close games this year and it was good to finally get on the end of one. And uh, I think, I don't know, it's going to be interesting. It would have been nice if we had won a couple of those close ones earlier against Sydney and mm. GWS and the likes. But uh, that happens. That's sport. And I think that's what makes it so interesting. As I said, our Thursday night lids fly was super close. So there's been a few super close games of footy. And that's what we that's what we like. I think the blowouts and, um, you know, the, the predictability of it all, it, it can kind of, you know, wear off. And the unpredictable side of what finals is going to be, it's yep. going to be interesting. But, yeah, we're, we're, we're both still a sniff. I, I don't know what your run nah. home looks like, but uh, so, I reckon we're, we're, we're a big chance the Dons. And, um, geez, I'll be I'll be up and about if the Bombers uh, win their next game against Gold Coast. It'll mean the Pies last round. Be, wouldn't there be some banter between um, J-Bon and I? Yeah, absolutely. No, I think Geelong will put, a, put an end to St Kilda's hopes this weekend, but it was nice to get back on the winner's list. Ballarat in three minutes. Why don't you give an early tip and then we'll get stuck into sure. the first part of the show before we take a break. Yeah, they're back to two here. Silver ability and I like it a lot. I think it's uh, the best dog in the race by a fair way. Uh, as long as it can just stay clear early and um, not be bothered. It's had five starts for a win, a second and a third. It usually is pretty reliable early. 22.67, two runs back and 22.53 the well, last start. So if you can run those sort of times, nothing else in the race can get near it. Slow beginner inside should uh, ping straight to the front. All right, beautiful. Well, let's get stuck into it, and we'll come back, and we'll take that race live in a few moments. Aston Fastnet wins the 2021 St. Ledger at Warrigal on Saturday night. Talk us through it, Mitchie. Yeah, Gigi was good, Aston Fastnet. And uh, Rob Popplestone from Sale, he's from our Sale Sunday show, he was uh, all over Aston Fastnet. Told me earlier in the week, he said, get on. He said, Aston Fastnet will win the, uh, the St. Ledger, so... Uh, we did, and um, yeah, we had to pump the old tyre up on the on the wheelbarrow. We were wheelbarrowing that much uh, cash home. So, uh, no, no, Aston Fastnet was a super win. Mowed down Coblenz and Shimmer Classic in the straight. Shimmer Classic was actually a massive run, but uh, not taking anything away from Fastnet. He was phenomenal. Jason Thompson wins another St. Ledger. 25,000 of the winner, seven for second, three and a half for third. And I tell you what, Coblenz was as gutsy as you'll ever see. He had to withstand some pressure early from Quara Bale. Also from Keep It Blue, he's an absolute phenomenal dog, uh, Coblenz. He's going to be a superstar. We know that. No uh, love lost for him and no admirers lost. But uh, I think if you had to switch the boxes around between Coblenz and Quara Bale up the straight the first time, uh, went to the first corner, it might have been a different story. But that made the race for Aston Fastnet. He was too strong. He ran over the top of him. He replicates what his um, uh, or owner's dog had done three years ago who obviously Aston Kometo sadly passed away this year but he won it back in 2018 
Um, and this dog, he's an absolute machine, Aston Fast. And he went 25-39 last week. Um, he's he's won 11 of his 23 races in his career. He's by KC and all. Uh, he's won at Sandown 29-11, Albion Park 29-62. There's not much he hasn't done for a pretty young race dog. And, um, yeah, Jason Thompson keeps on chalking up the uh, the winners. And so does Ray Border. He's a phenomenal breeder. Um, he just, yeah, he just keeps winning, you know, group race after group race. And a lot of credit goes to him. As I said, it's it's one thing to, you know, put the polish on him, which Jace does. But if uh, Ray Border doesn't breed these dogs, we don't have the dogs in the first place. So uh, a lot of credit has to go to Ray. And, yeah, to win this race, what, Twice in four years or three or four years, uh, he's obviously doing something right. So um, Aston Fastnet, who knows where he goes from here. And uh, I'm hoping that um, Coblenz gets a ticket to the um, the Phoenix because he's a phenomenal dog. He's an absolute superstar in the making. He's going to be a star dog at one at some point by the time his career's done. But yeah, he, he was he was really gallant. But what a race it was! It was fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, nice summation there. All right, Ballarat, you want to just re uh, reiterate your tip there before we head there? Yeah, big fan of the two here. Two dollars fifty. It was four twenty earlier in the day into two fifty now. Uh, it looks the obvious play. And for those out there that want to have a same race multi or exacta, probably look at the four as your uh, next best. All right, let's get to Ballarat race number nine. The two on top for Mitchabaya. Starting signal about to move in race number nine, about to get set the favourite here. $2.50 number two, Silver Ability from the uh, John Bray Kennel. $4.60 number four, Follow You. $3.40 number seven, Blue Chandelier. Follow You for Natalie Pace and Blue Chandelier, Jason Sharp. Coming in now, $3.90 start, Phoenix Fighting One. Orchid in three, Silver Harp in five, Blue Chandelier. Green light, ready to go. 260 silver ability in box two. They're set, about to go. Ready now. Racing. Silver Ability out fast on the inside, showing speed after the start of Silver Half towards the lead. They're clear. Orkney's over on the inside, followed further back then by uh, Strike the Pose. Uh, drifting back on the inside, there came Phoenix Fight out. The tail there would have been Silver Half and well back would have been Follow You and also Orkney's in the straight though. And Silver Ability wide out is clear over Strike the Pose and it's Silver Ability clear. Beat Strike the Pose. Third spot would go to Yeah, nice, Mitch. Very, very nicely done. Silver ability. It's got a lot of ability. $2.90 top tote for Mitch Abayer. And tell you what, we haven't played much music today, Mitch, but that is a beautiful start to proceedings tonight. Yeah, it was a really good win. Uh, did what I expected. Ping the lids, got out in front. Uh, off it went, and when you lead the races, it's gone 22.60 times, just all right. You know, it wasn't, wasn't absolutely high-balling, but... Um, yeah, it's got a really good muster. It really gets out there and uh, puts a gap on his rivals early. And this is too good. I couldn't believe 420 into 250. Yep. The 250 was pretty generous as well. So hopefully a few <laughs> out there got on. And we gave it out nice and early. We did. We gave plenty of time. Uh, 3-7 Quinella at Ballarat was from Maddie in Geelong. And Daniel says, Thursday night was awesome. Best show of the year. Very, very funny. So some nice feedback there for you, Mitchie. Let's get a breakaway. We're going to have a look at the weekend recap from the Meadows and from Heelsville. And we'll talk a bit about the million-dollar chase uh, falling victim to COVID as well. John Donahoe, Mitchell Bayer with you. This is Monday Night Thrill of the Chase. Welcome back to Thrill of the Chase. It is Thrill of the Chase Monday night. Toddy Gray is going to join us very soon. We always have a bit of fun 
with him, but uh, the best analysis man, analyst in the business is, of course, Mitch Abayer, and he is with me right through until 6 p.m. tonight. Mitch, we've got Cranburn about a minute and a half away. If you've got a tip for us, we can uh, keep the good times rolling. Yeah, zipping jazz here is $1.35 off the red, and to be honest... I thought it'd be a bit, uh, bit more meat on the bone. A dollar thirty-five is very skinny. It's gone thirty and forty-five last time at Sandown. Look, it's probably a dog that has been hampered by some pretty bad box draws. It's had eight, seven, eight, six, six in its last five. It's won. It's only two races from box two, so it obviously likes the inside draw. Um, I'm just thinking maybe we can try and find something for the place um, because a dollar thirty-five is no good to anyone really, unless you're going to try and have it in a multi. So. Uh, I, I think that the four is over the odds here, um, around ten dollars and two sixty. So I think we're going to go with um, the four to place around two dollars sixty, and maybe for those out there with their little same race multis, just yeah, same race multi, the two and the four, oh, the I'm, two and the four. Ooh, okay, all right, all right. Hold on, let me just while while we're waiting for them to go behind the boxes, let me have a little tinky here. I'm no I'm no expert. I know this. I'm just gonna. I just like playing with shorties. In a same race multi, if we go the one yeah. for the win, and then we go yeah. the two top three, uh, and then what do you reckon? And the four? Do you reckon the, the four? four I like the four. Top four for the four or the top three? Well, top four. What are you going to get? You get a dollar twenty-five, but you get three dollars all up for that if you go top four. It's not too bad, but you might. Well, see, I, I reckon the I reckon the four can run a place each way. At two dollars ninety at the moment. Right. I'd okay. just play it safe, Donners. I'd leave the one out, and I'll just go the two to run top three and the th- four to run top three or something right. along the lines well, of that. Look, because I'm a man who likes to live dangerously, if it was me that was doing it, I'd go one win, uh, then top three for the two and the four. But I like your yep. call. Let's go safe and go the two and the four in top three, which will give you $3. Yep, for the four. We're going to back the four the place. Yep. For those that are listening, for the place. And for those who like to live dangerously, five fifty you'll get if you take my advice. Let's get to Cranburn. <laughs> they said. Racing, zipping jazz on the inside. The favourite got out fairly well, showing good pace was Heaven's Tower. Heaven's Tower, the leader by about a length or so, going around the first corner. Shrek's Thunder is second. Getting a rails run up on the inside now was Zipping Jazz. So Zipping Jazz takes the lead from Shrek's Thunder and Heaven's Tower's a bit deep. And then came Zipping Margot for the back piece of Heaven. And then came Makato Gal off the back. Zipping, uh, jazz, zipping Jazz is the leader. Uh, two and a half to Shrek's Thunder and Zipping Jazz playing the right tune in front. Zipping Jazz wins it by about Four lengths. Second goes Shrek's Thunder. Third was Zipping Margo. Then Peace of Heaven. Well back there. One, eight, and two. The eight got in the way of... Gee, and the eight's paid $20 for the place as well. Uh, the eight got in the way of, uh, of a little JD victory there. But anyway... We, um, we did discuss putting the four in the top four, and uh, that's exactly where it finished. But that's okay. We like yep, to, and that's two-run like, top three. Yeah, and we like to go a little bit uh, funky from time to time. One, eight, two. What odds was that? What odds What odds was the two to run top three and the four to run top four? Uh, I think it was $3.30. I think that was the yeah, initial that was one that I had given you because um, it was $1.25 to run in the top four. So anyway, yep. this, is why Beautiful. I, this is why I do not get involved in these things. But um, anyway, we nearly got one. $20 a place. That is yeah. absurd. What is what is going on? <laughs> what is going on there? Yep. That just shouldn't happen unless we're on it. It's ridiculous. No. Nah, um, I know. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Uh, take us through Hillsville over the weekend. 
We've got more racing from Ballarat in about six minutes, but start us off with Heelsville and your thoughts on the racing there. Yeah, so race two is where I'd like to start. There's a greyhound going around that for those out there that do their tapes or watch race replays, that they would have found race two, number two, my name's Phil. Now, this thing, race at Horsham, and for those out there that want to learn a little bit about watching races and this, that, and the other, go back and watch my name's Phil. Um, watch his last run at Horsham. He was right up there on speed, probably sitting second. He then just couldn't handle the bend. And great training performance this by Rod Clark. He couldn't handle the bend. He almost ran via Adelaide. He almost <laughs> went over the he almost went over the fence, mate. He was that close to the fence. And then he came thundering home again and ran second, just lost, like maybe half a length. So he was an enormous run. He's got to Hillsville, drawn box two. We know he can go quick in a straight line. Uh, he was $4.40 into about two forty, and he absolutely brained him. He won by about four and a half lengths and was super. So that was a great training performance. But for those out there that picked up on it, um, well done. For those out there that you know might want to learn a little bit, go and have a look at his last race replay and you'll see, hang on, he's a black booker. We can use the Watchdog app and chuck it in there and know when he's running next. So he was uh, very impressive. Um, Hilltop Jonah, this dog, it's an absolute machine. Fernando Bale, um, relative of Coblenz, uh, this pup's you know, got a massive future. Uh, it's been super up at Hills, and I reckon we'll see it in a lot of straight track racing, especially these big races coming up soon. Uh, he's gone 16 and 45, coming from third. He was an absolute monster of a run. I think he opened up about $1.60 earlier in the day, jumped at $1.20, you know, absolutely just put him to the sword well and truly, won by yeah, three lengths, and he was a super win. Um, there was a couple of grade five heats on, mate. Aston Marlin got the win over Cole Cowboy. He went 19 and 34. A really good win for trainer Steve Collins. They backed this bloke as well from about eights into 440, so he was super. Um, and then a brother to Coblenz, Ferdinand Boy, 1899. Jeez, he's uh, lit the clock up once again. He's a superstar. He's no doubt about it. He's won two country cups. He's won a Ballarat Cup and a Shepparton Cup. Uh, he racks up the wins over the shorts for fun. He's, he's adapted to Hillsville. He's gone really well up there since, and yeah, you run an 18.99, you're going to be pretty competitive in your races. So he was super. He opened up a dollar fifty, and he jumped at a dollar oh four. So they absolutely pumped him. Um, Oriental Amber, another greyhound. It was probably the day of shorts, mate. To be honest, if you had a multi up three or four of these, you would have, you know, might have come up with three or four bucks. But it was pretty safe. Oriental Amber was the class runner. She's she's been, you know, right amongst them for a long time. Been another very very short course, a uh, good short course sprinter. 19.24. Beat Invictus Ethan by a couple, or length and a half. Paid a dollar eighty in the end. Was a dollar sixty early. Drifted, uh, and then we get to probably one of the better runs of the day, or the surprising runs. Green Blazer. He won by five lengths in nineteen twenty. Three dollars seventy. Um, yeah, he absolutely pants them. And for a dog that has never been up Hillsville, he will find um, a few lengths on that first run. So it was an exciting day up there, mate. Yesterday, uh, there was a dog that. Um, you know, we can say he's named after a few people cricket-wise. Run Machine, it got up um, in race nine, race nine number one. Um, but, you know, I love, I love straight track racing. We all know that. That's where, where I like to, um, you know, probably have a bit of a play uh, betting-wise. And I, I think, you know, up there yesterday, for those that would have multiplied all the shorts, you would have had a great day. Beautiful. All right. Any more we need to discuss at Hillsville? Do you want to move on to the Meadows? I was going to say Warrigal, but the Meadows. No, no, we'll just uh, we'll go straight to the Meadows. Um, there's not not a stack to touch on there. Um, Andrea Daly um, had, had a nice night. Aston Virago won the first for Paul Labella in 30-36. Um, the mixed six and seven final. This was a great race, this. 10,000 to the winner. 
um, 3,000 for second, 1,500 for third. McInerney for Tim Britton got up by, geez, a nose uh, in 30 and 67. Tom the Cheap run second. Curator run third in what was a very, very close photo finish. Um, and then we had the heats of the National Sprint Series. So, obviously, the um, the, the tournament, well, between states has um, has changed or it's altered um, because of COVID and we weren't, you know, able to get uh, some of the best from New South Wales, Adelaide, WA, et cetera, et cetera, down. And um, we're not going to be able to go over there. But to kick off the first heat, Fabriola's ad for Andrea Daly won at $38.30, went 30.01, beat Tyler Durden, Gypsy Yankee. Equaliser, surprising. He didn't feature in the race. He ran fifth. Um, Mapunga Knight for Jeff Britton. Uh, Jeff and Angela Quinalid or exacted race four, which was heat two. Uh, Mapunga Knight won in 29.97, paid $12. So a couple of big price winners there. Sadly, catch the thief. He tailed off. Um, he injured himself during the run. He injured a back muscle. Uh, he'll probably go on to have a stud career now. Mr. Fixit for Jeff Britton. That was a back-to-back uh, wins in races four and five. 29.97, $4.10. This is the most consistent dog. Um, at the Meadows that I've seen in a long time. He beat Jack Spale. Aston Rupee was one of the lays of the night uh, where he was drawn box-wise, so that was Heat 3. Um, and then Major Sacrifice for Jason Thompson won uh, Race 6, which is over the 7.25. Uh, this dog's, you know, just loved the step up in distance, been super since. Um, bit of an up-and-down night for Jace. He won the St. Ledger. He won the staying event, but also Catch the Thief, who he trains, broke down. So uh, a bit of an up-and-down night. Couldn't, uh, the same couldn't be said for um, Jeff Britton. He won race seven as well. That was three wins in four races. So he had an absolute corker of a night, Jeff Britton. And it was a great night of racing at the Meadows, mate. Certainly was. They're getting to Ballarat now. Now, we are running a little bit late for the news. Do you want to give a quick tip and hopefully, uh, well, we, we probably miss it here. Actually, we'll stay with it and we'll get to the news a little bit late. But give a quick tip here at Ballarat in the 10th. Okay, I sure can. This is a field of seven. Um, your favourite is off box one. That's Joyous Legacy. Look, it, it's probably the best dog in the race, and it's pretty well drawn. Um, it, it should be winning this, to be honest. It, it's it's short. It should be winning. I think you can probably take your um, your exactor with the three zipping pistol. Uh, if there's one dog that can beat it, the three is the one. But at a dollar seventy-five, it looks pretty hard to beat. And uh, I, I think we go a one-three exactor. All right, let's get to Ballarat, and then we'll get straight to the news. Thank you, Steve. We've got Andrew's news. Steve Baker joining us on RSN 927. 175, Joyce Legacy, late scratching here was four. Coming in now, Joyce Legacy on the inside of one, sipping pistol in three, Kenley Winnie in five, running for Juddy. Getting set now, Ruby Arizona two, box four vacant with a late one. Golden Child in six, and Wikery Banded box eight. Ballarat race 10, running uh, 390 here, and they're set to go green light. 185, number one, Joyce Legacy set. There to go. Racing Joyous Legacy on the inside began okay. Slater begin there would have been Golden Child and running for Juddy. And also Wikery Battle was poorly away. Showing speed there was a Canley Winnie from a set of pin. Led by about three lengths on the circle from Zipping Pistol. Followed further back by Joyous Legacy third. Spots the leader six into the straight. Followed by Golden Child, Ruby Arizona. It's Zipping Pistol driving to the league now. And Zipping Pistol shooting clear at the end. It went up nicely from Joyous Legacy. Followed then by Canley Winnie third. In behind the... Welcome back to Thrill of the Chase. John Donahoe, Mitchell Bale with you. It's Monday night, Thrill of the Chase. Very soon we're going to talk to our man Toddy Gray. Mitch, did we get the winner there, the Quinella, in that one? 3-1-5 at Ballarat. 
Got the Quinella uh, just the wrong way around for the exacto. He said the one to beat the three. The three beat the one. It's happened oh, yeah. twice now. Oh, well. um, but that means we're seeing, them, we're seeing them somewhat all right. That's okay. Yeah, you are seeing them well. And you've gotten a winner. Four minutes to Cranbourne. Why don't you give an early tip for that? And then we'll get stuck into uh, what comes next. Yeah, race 11 on the card. Eight dog field over the 311 metres. Your favourite is out of box five. That's Rock's Got Talent. I'm sure Rock would be all over that. Um, hey. And your second favourite is Little Blazer off the red. Um, an interesting race. There's no real shorty here. Um, your, your red's gone 18-26 last time out. Uh, the, the two way to stand, it was a nice win last time out off box eight in 18-20. Um, and that favourite, Rock's Got Talent, uh, went 26-07 at sale. I don't has has won at the track before. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty keen on the red here. I think the red uh, looks pretty hard to beat. I've got a feeling that the two is a bit of a wide runner considering it's one races from boxes one and uh, from five and uh, eight. And I reckon it'll make the room for number one little blazer. So we're going to go the one to win here on top. Rightio. We'll get to that in just a moment. Were we up to, did you discuss the million dollar chase? Have we discussed that? No, I didn't. No, no, we didn't discuss the million dollar chase, which is uh, sadly cancelled. <laughs> Because of COVID and, um, you, you know, when things like this go on, races like this, that it's not just um, the, the state that's affected because as much as New South Wales holds this event, they, they need the greyhounds from, you know, Victoria, from uh, Queensland, from Perth, uh, from Adelaide, et cetera, et cetera, to or even Tasmania. They need the dogs from everywhere to get the best races possible. Um, and, and I know, like, the qualifying was at numerous different tracks. There's a bit of travel involved. Um I understand why they've done it, but you know what? They're going to run the Million Dollar Chase twice next year in 2022 in May and again in August to September. They're going to have two Million Dollar Chases. So I tell you what, if you've got a dog out there that's an absolute missile um, and there's peak performance around you know, May to August, there's a chance that one dog could go back-to-back Million Dollar Chase winners. All right, beautiful. Yeah, disappointing that they, all these... These good events, these major events that uh, were slated to come up uh, has been cancelled. So another big one. And um, I think, did, did we say the straight track, straight track um, racing that we talked so much about uh, a couple of weeks yep. ago? Is that Has that been moved or cancelled as well? Yeah, just the um, the Maiden 31, the Highway 31 Maiden series, um, which was going to take place involving greyhounds from Richmond and Capalabar. Um, and, and the, obviously same thing, just border crossing borders, you know, trainers having to come down this, that, the other, um, I think they're just trying to stop to stop all the movement at the moment. So, uh, the race is still going to go ahead, but it's not going to have those greyhounds, you know, those slick, um, Richmond straight trackers, you know, involved, but it is what it is. We're still racing, you know, that's, that's the main thing. The races continue. Um, and there's always plenty of time down the track to, you know, to, to have these races on, but. Um, for those out there that might have had a dog planned for a series, it makes it a little bit challenging. Yeah, it certainly does. Uh, all right, what do we got next? Let me just pull it up on my screen here. We've got, geez, we're down to the bottom of the run sheet. Your best bets are not far away. What we'll do is we'll take this race at Cranbourne. We'll take a quick break. We'll get our man Toddy Gray up, and then you two can do your best bets together at the same time before we finish up. Uh, all right, so your tip here at Cranbourne. The was... red, mate. The red, and it's been backed heavily in the last yeah. few minutes. 3.30 into 2.80. All right, little blazer. Little blazer. That's what, that's, you the would, one. that's what you would have worn at school, being a little man. 
Just a diminutive man. Yeah, I did. I had to wear a little blazer. Yeah, when I was at uh, my high school, we wore blazers over the top of our button-up shirts with the ties. Yeah. You Tell would, you what, they're not... You wouldn't, you wouldn't they, have liked they, that. They made you wear them. They made you wear them um, up to 35 degrees. And I'll tell you what, <laughs> it's bloody hot when it's 30, It's 34 degrees in a blazer. I'll tell you what, mate. Um, yeah, they made us wear them all the time. To and from school, we had to uh, had to wear our yep. blazers. So... Uh, yeah, I know Sucks. exactly what you're uh, what you're on about, and they were, geez, they were a, a woolen blend that didn't. They handle, weren't a good material, yeah. Didn't handle the heat well, and especially when they were ours were black with a bit of red piping. So um, yeah, black and the heat. Okay. Drew the heat very, yep. very. Ours were, ours were dark blue. <laughs> yeah, the heat, the heat and the black, um, the black wool didn't uh, didn't go down well for uh, for the. They also didn't go down well for sport. No. You know, when you're trying to shoot hoops or, you know, you know, bowl a couple of tennis balls down, you know, on, yes. you know before school, yes. you're just restricted big time. There's not much movement in the old blazers. No, no, there certainly is not. Uh, 0499-736-736. Join the conversation if you'd like at any time. Let's get to the 11th at Cranbourne. The one is the on-top selection for Mitchell Bayer. Finished down the track last up. was a pretty handy run at the bull. Three runs back for Chasing Loves while in the, the market at 650. Uh, $5 for Rocks on Talent for Robert Whitford at Yarram. was third at the Bull, two runs back. And then uh, the pink runner, Wills Bell, has run plenty of placings. Only had uh, just the two wins from 36, but 13 placings, so certainly worthy of consideration, Wills Bella, and has kept safe at 440. So they're moving in well. Race 11 on the card for the Ram Locksmiths. Restricted win, Tier 3 event. Greyhounds loaded up. They're just about ready for the second last here today. And the green light is on. We're set to go. Ready for a start. Set. Racing, little blazer on the inside out fairly, showing pace there. Mountview Ginger going to the lead. Up on the outside was Wills Bella to challenge, and then came Walk on Betty. Further back was Rocks on Telling you behind those blazing jewel. Up to the corner, Mountview Ginger just the leader. The outside, Wills Bella's trying hard. Wills Bella, Mountview Ginger's kicking back. I think Mountview Ginger's just one up from Wills Bella. Then There'll be a photo Rocks there for first. Unfortunately, Mitch Ars has gotten out blazer. into a bit of mischief and uh, fell out to the back yeah, of the was... pack. Trouble, mm. trouble early. Which we not good. Like. That's a some some dogs can withstand the pressure, uh, especially over that three eleven. It gets very tight into the first turn, uh, and sometimes you just got to hold your breath and hope you're the one that comes out in front. But we weren't. We got spat out, and um, the six Mountview Ginger. It's fifteen dollars. Looks like it's going to pinch this one just over the eight Wills Bella. Yeah, disappointing, disappointing, but that's okay. There's time for us to bounce back. And that's what we'll do after we take a quick break and get Toddy Gray on the line from Greyhound Racing South Australia. John Otto and Mitchell Bayer with you. More to come on the other side of the break. Welcome back to Thrill of the Chase. Thrill of the Chase. Having a little bit of trouble, Mitch, getting getting a hold of our man Toddy Gray. So um, hopefully he'll have seen we've called. And if he calls back, we'll get him straight up but you've got the floor now so you can give your uh, best bets we've got Ballarat in about five minutes so hopefully we'll be able to get there as well but what do you like in uh, over the next couple of days tonight and tomorrow and uh, whatever <laughs> firstly I'll give a tip for Ballarat I'll get it out nice and early because they're backing this one that I like now that is number one bad Bailey uh, he's had eight wins in his career. He's won five of them off box one. So he's a box one bandit, Bad Bailey. Um, tremendous early speed. He should be holding a position on the rail. The main danger for me is number seven, Aston Rustin. 
Um, Aston Russell actually beat Bad Bailey two runs back, but I think the better box draw for Bad Bailey here will put it in good stead. It's th- it's four forty into three dollars. Um, it's probably the dog to beat, I think, with a slowish beginner on its outside. And yeah, you know, I-, I like quite a bit here, Bad Bailey, number one in race eleven at Ballarat. Beautiful. All right, what are now, we doing for your best bets? We're going to Shepparton tonight, um, as usual. Now, how did we go Shepparton last week, Donners? Uh, on, on our Monday night. Five of six, was it, or four? Of, yeah, it was four or five. Four or, four five? or five, and it was a second. So we uh, we're in some good touch. Very nice. Um, so hopefully, I'm I'm hoping, mate, that we can continue this because that's what it's all about. You know, trying to tip winners, find winners for the listeners. Um, the first one I'm going to give on the card comes in race number one. Now, there's a dog going around called Bobby Bullshark. He was okay last time out at Warrnambool. He lost to Poison Sky in 25.57. And the watchdog and I were both on him. That was Thursday night, just gone. Um, And, yeah, we were both on him. But I think there's a dog drawn out wide called Wrangler Jane. It's a dog that I think's got a big motor. I reckon it's suited to a wide draw, and it'll come thundering home. And I'm just trying to get the odds up here, mate, for what we're looking at. Wrangler Jane is at $7 and $1.95. I just think it's beautifully drawn. Bit of speed on the inside with Tat, Yummy, and Bobby Bullshark. And I think that they may pile up on the inside there. And this dog's super strong, Wrangler Jane. Might get a nice run at him. So that was race one, number eight, at around the um, $7 mark. Mm. So each way, I'm not saying, you know, just go the win. Each way there. Um, my second selection was race two, number four, Power of Mindy. Now, big run last week. This thing's it's short. It's a dollar sixty-five, so I'd probably have it in your multis. Uh, what has it been? It's two dollars into a dollar sixty-five today. So a bit of support. Vacant box five and six. Slow beginner drawn inside. Uh, an average beginner drawn outside. I think it's just got the it'll get the run of the race. This dog. There's a dog off box two called Ben Mayo. Uh, really well bred type, twenty five ninety six at Warrigal last time out. Trained by Anthony as a party, but I just think this thing, Power of Mindy, will be too slick. Twenty five twenty four two runs ago at Ballarat, it should be off and gone. A um, dollar sixty five looks pretty good value considering. Um, so that was race two number four. Mm-hmm. The third of my tips, uh, I'm not usually one to give too many um, because I don't like to, you know, load up on tips where. People, you know, want to try and have a little multi. It's hard to multi four or five up. Um, but there's a dog drawn in race six. Race six, number two, nine, two, seven. It's up against Kalinda Beast. Now, Kalinda Beast is a beast. He either wins or runs nowhere. We know that. He's had he's had three wins from five starts in his last five starts. And the other two runs, he's run six down the track. But since stepping up in distance, he's been fantastic. His run the other day was good at uh, Sandown. I just thought he ran out of tickets late. So I think that the two, 927, um, our um, opposing radio station, <laughs> is around $4.80, but was six fifty about 20 minutes ago. So been a bit of a move there. Race six, number two, and that is 927. Um, and then the last of my tips fell in race number 11, I believe. Race 11, number one, smoke and zag. Uh, 260 into 220. The Greyhounds, uh, it's a pretty weak race, this one. I think it'll get a nice run at them um, and and should be too good. So that was race 11, number one, uh, Smokin' Zag. All right, beautiful. Well, make sure, as always, you whack them up on Twitter. 
and we will give them a retweet. And as you always do, you always send me a nice text saying bang, 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 bang. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, and I want I I will be expecting those texts when they win. Uh, now let's have a look. Ballarat. No Toddy Gray. No Toddy Gray. No, I couldn't uh, couldn't get a hold of the great man. So hopefully, uh, hopefully all is well. Jeez, hopefully all. Is, yeah, I was going to say him. hopefully it's all well because he doesn't like missing our Monday shows. No, I know because it's a it's a good laugh for him as well. It is. Yeah, it's fantastic. And uh, if you had a look what I wrote on the uh, the rundown sheet there, uh, Toddy Gray joins us to talk all things SA Greyhounds and his own tipping ability. Yes. So I uh, I was going to you know wind him up a little bit there, but uh, he's been in some red hot form, Mister Gray. He um, but yeah, we'll get to this race at Ballarat. We've got a minute or so until the race. But Bad Bailey, it's just fascinating how a box draw can make such a difference with a dog. If you go back and look at its last start at Ballarat, it tried to cross from a wide draw, box five, uh, and just couldn't get across. It wandered the fence. But it's got box one tonight. Uh, I'm sure the punters out there would have noticed that, that it's won five of its eight starts, uh, five of its eight career wins off box one um, and should be a tad too good for these. So uh, I think I'm just trying to see what odds we're at now because it's in the, it's in the, oh, it's 3.20. So it's holding firm. Um, a little bit of money for the seven Aston Rustin, but yeah, some of these races, mate, they're pretty open, and others you can find, you know, a bit of value and or some shorties as well. But uh, yeah, I just think this is this is the class above. All right, we will get there in just a moment. I think they're heading behind the boxes, so hopefully we can finish with a win. What do you got on tonight, Mitchell? Not a lot, mate. Not a lot on tonight. I uh, had an RDO today, yeah. uh, which was good. Uh, got a few things done at home. My brother. Just been, um, you know, cleaning up the dog runs on the excavator. So I had a little <laughs> bit of fun there. Uh, we've yeah, just got an excavator not too long ago, just a little one, just to play around with and, uh, you know, fix a few things up, move a few things. So it's been a bit of fun. But um, I'll tell you what, uh, one other thing is that uh, Hillsdale's racing tomorrow and we know that we try and find winners everywhere at Hillsdale. So keep an eye out for uh, a few tips on Twitter there because I'll be able to, uh, I'm sure I'll be able to find a couple up at the Ville tomorrow. Beauty. All right. Ballarat, your number again very quickly, Mitchell. With the red here. Woo! Very keen on number one, Bad Bailey. Come on, Bad Bailey. Moving in now. Getting set and Sky One joining us. So 350 here, number one, which is Bad Bailey. Four even, number six, which is Betts Woos. 360, number seven, Aston Rustin on the fixed odds. Race 11 over 390. Getting set. Don't forget, Meadows race Wednesday afternoon again, Thursday night for the uh, Sprint and Distance so finals there. No meeting Saturday night. Set to go here. They're ready. Set. Racing and poorly out in the race there. What I mean, Zipping Celeste and also Betts Poison are way fast out in the centre there. Joyous Moment driving up towards the leader. Joyous Moment had it early over Bad Bailey and shot right away the leader. Joyous Moment, lead eight coming off the back straight there from Marla Ruby, followed further back then by Aston Rustin behind them. Then came Bad Bailey and Lock, but it's Joyous Moment clear. Joyous Moment by about four or five lengths. Marla Ruby ah, second. Did you see that? It jumped beautifully. It absolutely pinged the lids. But and then jumped found, and actually, yeah, it actually did jump on the first turn. Found a bit of it trouble. Didn't want to hold the fence and it wanted to jump the back of the five and mm. it caused absolute carnage. But here's the winner, twenty one dollars forty. Yes, 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 yes. Absolutely uh, robbed there, I reckon. Hey, uh, you've been phenomenal again as always, mate. We'll do it again Wednesday night. We'll do, mate. Look forward to it. Uh, happy punting tonight. Good man, Mitch Bayer there. Make sure you check him out uh, at Mitch Bayer on Twitter and at SEN underscore track. We'll give that a retweet a little bit later on. Cam Luke and Campbell Brown going to be back with you tomorrow. Don't forget also Bonnington with the Tuesday edition. Another Tuesday tutorial coming up and it's a good one. 
once again. John Donahoe is my name. Been a pleasure being with you all afternoon. Stay safe, everyone. Bye for now. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.